Good morning and welcome to Breakfast with the Beak. I am your host, Johnny Goodtimes. Joining me is my sidekick... Oh, 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 Dr. Heisenberg, right? That's correct, Dr. Heisenberg. Okay, hey, how's it going, guys? I ate a lot of pizza and I'm still a little logy, but I'm here. I'm going to perk up. It's going to be an exciting time. Yeah, it's going to be fun for all you listening when yeah. he starts fucking snoring into the Just microphone. <laughs> Just what I need to do is undo my belt and lay back. Have a good snooze. Yeah, well, tough shit. It's time to record, okay? This is the time for action. This is the time to shine. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast is your destiny. Yeah, damn it, it is. Your destiny, okay? Yeah. I mean, I guess mine too, whatever. Your I'm just destiny, here. our destiny, their destiny. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going down tonight. Yeah, yeah. Maybe free will exists. Yeah, who knows? Or maybe it was your destiny to listen to this show. You know, in a way, it kind of doesn't matter if free will exists, because we are letting our fate be determined by a roll of the dice today. That's true. Yeah, actually. that's how we pick our topics. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of many possible, uh, probable outcomes. Yeah, you send them in, we just roll some dice, and we do the topic that comes up. Yeah. So, uh... You know, that brings up an interesting question, actually. Oh. Which is, okay, you know, let's say, hypothetically... There are a bunch of parallel universes where we do the different topics, but eventually we do all the topics. So the, do those universes then cancel each other out? Are there a bunch of parallel universes where we talk about the same shit, we just do it in a different order? Because that's a really lame version of the parallel universe theory. I don't think it would work that way, because we would come up with all the shitty running gags in a different order. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah. So. See? Right. Yeah, like, it wouldn't make sense for, for Dr. Soxenberg to show up if, the, if the, the show where he was invented didn't happen first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so he wouldn't show up later, and, okay, yeah. Yeah, think about it. It just blew your mind. That's a good point. If we didn't do that episode till like, right now, yeah. all those other appearances he made over the last year would be nullified. Yeah, and is that a world you want to live in? A world without Soxenberg? Maybe. Well, okay. Kinda. Yeah, actually. Is that an option? Not anymore. Is that the universe where they made a second season of Firefly? You know what? Let's say yes. Let's say they got... <laughs> I really want to go. they got more Firefly. They've got six seasons of Firefly and no Soxenberg. So in that universe, both Firefly and Breakfast with the Beak are both better shows? Yep. Son of a bitch! Yep. Uh, well... That's what I'm bummed. All right, let's roll the topic before I think about further implications yeah, of this theory. let's... Make some new universes right now. Okay. And if you want to send us a topic, you can email those topics to topicsatthebeak.org. That's correct. Yeah. Okay, let's make a universe. Okay. Okay, big old numbers. Hey. Big enough to be 38. 38 big old numbers. Well, 38 total. 38 is a big old number. Yeah. It's not 38 numbers. No. It's the number 38. Well, anyway, that number right here is... Tiny dogs in purses, um, why? And then in parentheses, poor things, submitted by Cassie in Sultan, Washington. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks, Cassie. Tiny dogs. Tiny dogs in purses. <laughs> Isn't that the theme song to Weeds? I believe so. <laughs> I believe so. Wow. <laughs> wow, you dragged that reference out of nowhere. Oh, my God. Wowie. Oh, what my I do. God. What I, I do? I don't know, sir. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, little um, little dogs made a ticky tacky <laughs> are the subject for this week, and they all look just the same. Yeah, dogs in person. I I do feel kind of bad for them because a they're tiny. 
Dogs don't want to be tiny. That's something that some crazy evil inbreeding dog monster did to them, you know? Well, in the back of in the back of any dog's mind is a wolf. Well, exactly. A big fucking wolf with like, you know, memories and dreams of just roaming the plains with the pack and slaughtering anything they choose to slaughter and feasting on its blood and entrails. Well, that that does sound awesome. Yeah, yeah, no. A little a little toy chihuahua in somebody's purse isn't quite up to the task. Even if there are like a thousand of them. Yeah, no, I mean I feel like yeah, it, I feel like if there were a hundred chihuahuas in this room yeah. and it was just me versus them in a bare knuckle fight, I feel like I'd I feel like I'd I'd have a chance. Oh yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this kind of goes to the, the that one internet hypothetical where you're like battling a hundred tiny children or something. It was how many five year olds could you take in a fight? Yeah. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And you had to answer a bunch of questions about you know your personal ethics. Right, right. Your strength and your capacity for empathy. Yeah, and yeah. There was a whole algorithm based on. So yeah. tiny chihuahua is probably in the same category. Yeah. No, I mean, I I feel bad, you know, just kicking a chihuahua for no reason. But if there were a hundred of them and they were all just out for my blood, you, no, I'd I, I, I lose whatever sympathy I had for these critters very quickly. If I couldn't coerce them to my side, yeah. I suppose I would have to defend myself, yes. Yeah, okay, fine, Beastmaster. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what do you do? You go to the fridge, you get some meat, and you're like, hang on, hang on, I got meat. And sometimes the thing about a dog is sometimes you can coerce it with food. Well, yeah, no. If, if I, I can turn a hundred chihuahuas into my minions, yeah. and make them attack something else, then boom, that's my solution. Well, for the sake of this hypothetical, you have no access to ham. Okay, <laughs> I always have at least some kind of edible meat because I have cats and I feed them a diet of wet food. You're not so. in. A, you're not at home. You're in an arena. That's an issue. Yeah, you're it's in. Definitely an issue. You're in the Chihuahua death pits. I okay. have to fight the Chihuahuas then. Yeah, okay, see, that's fair. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. The rest of the hypothetical situation. In fact, you've been rubbed down with uh, with ham juice. Oh sure. man! Yeah. See, <laughs> I hate it when before the arena fights they make you go to the ham baths. Yeah, <laughs> they, they've made you get in a hot tub full of fucking spam and just roll around in it. Oh. And they soaked all your clothes in bacon grease, and and now you have to fight the chihuahuas. Okay. Oh. So. I'm, yeah, I'm in trouble. Yeah, see? Okay, yeah. Now now it's like... Even animals that love me would be sorely tempted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's fair. See, yeah. so... I see the problem here. Yeah, that's, that's how the Chihuahua fights go down. We'll be right back. Is something on your mind? Do you have a question that needs to be responded to? Do you really need to know? Are you craving... Just, just pining for a response to what's been bugging the heck out of you for so long that you need to have an answer. Then check out JV Mail. We've got an answer for you. Find us at jvmail.com. We answer questions that you have. Check us out on Wednesdays at 8, 7 central at jvmail.com. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, you've probably walked in on someone else listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Go to thebeak.org and download the whole thing. Yeah, get your yeah. own. Yeah. yeah. It'll make more sense. And if you want to run your commercial on yeah. on Breakfast with the Beak... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, send a, send a, you know, an MP3 to topics at thebeak.org. We if right. we like you, we might play it for free. If we don't like you, we will charge you, but we'll probably still play it. Yeah. Yeah. 
If we hate you, we'll charge slightly more. Yeah. And then mock you. But still play it. And chances are, if we hate you, we'll probably just play it for free anyway, because who gives a shit? Depending on how much we want to mock you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. yeah. There's a, there's, a, there's a whole pricing guide that I'm not going to go into here. Yeah. But it doesn't so much have to do with money as comedic potential. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. And whatever the friend version of nepotism is. Yeah. Yeah, well, no, we're, we're cool with that. Yeah. Come on, grab those coattails, kids. Fucking hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, we made it out of the Chihuahua pit safely. Right, so we're back on tiny dogs. Yeah, now, I have because s- that's the thing. Your average tiny dog is not fighting in the Chihuahua pits. Your average tiny dog is, as referenced in this in this very topic, uh, riding around in a purse. Well, I have some contention with the, the poor things assumption here. Uh, do we now? Okay. Now, I will agree that, you know, tiny dogs are poor things because they are tiny. Yes. But, all right, you ever see, like, a normal-sized dog in a car... And it's sticking the head out, and it's, you know, its tongue's going, and its ears are flapping, it looks super happy, like, oh boy, I'm on a ride, this is awesome! Yeah, the dog does that, and he thinks, hey, maybe I'm going fast, and not the car, and dogs aren't smart, but yeah. Dogs love to go on rides, though. Yeah. Dogs love to come along. That's the thing. They are they are communal pack animals. That is true. They love to come along with you on stuff. Dog does not instinctively want to sit in the house all day while you're at work. He wants to come to work with you. He wants to sit at your feet while you're at, you know, in your fucking cubicle or whatever. Okay? Or hang out in the store where you're selling shit. Whatever you do, your dog wants to come with you. Oh, and yeah. And he doesn't like that you leave him home while you go to places where dogs can't go. Yeah. So... In the rare instances when a dog fits in a tiny little purse yeah. and can come with you on your adventures, they do like to be included. Yeah. So, not always. Sometimes that's fun for them. That's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Now, to say a dog in a purse, by the way, because uh, I, I just would like to clarify this. Right. We, of course, don't mean a literal purse because, you know, you don't put your dog in your purse with your, your makeup and your tampons and stuff. The dog is going to urinate on those things. With a separate bag. Yes, it's a right. it's a miniature uh, a dog like a pet carrier, styled to resemble a purse. It's like halfway between like a purse and a papoose, in a way. Yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. No, you see those a lot around here. You see those in cities in general a lot because in cities, uh, small dogs are more prevalent just because they're easier to keep in an apartment. Well, yeah. I mean, that's I mean, that's a, a decent reason to have a small dog. The reason I don't have a dog is because we live in an apartment, yeah. and I like big dogs, but it's fucked up to keep a big dog in a small apartment. Yeah. It just is. They want room to run around I mean, and play. You, and You, you know. used to have a, a medium-sized dog, and he was too big for the apartment. I had a dog briefly, and he just he did not like the amount of space he was allowed to run around in. No. Yeah, so, you know, he's he's gone on to better and brighter things, but yeah, the... the point stands, even a medium-sized dog, probably not going to be having an apartment. Not at all. So, people in cities like New York yeah. tend to get the little yippy ones. You know. Yeah, they just fit in your house better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you get an animal that's small enough, yeah. even an apartment seems like a big space. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know. as far as as far as your cats know, this apartment is the universe. My cats love to prowl around the hallway, hide behind things, sneak into the closet, whatever. There's lots of adventure if you're small enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, if I was tiny, I'd be all like, you know, 
I'd just be like looking across the kitchen thinking about how big it is. Like, you know, maybe I'd see a marshmallow and I'd be like, oh my god, I can make this into a bed. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) The point is, if I ever have like a big old farmhouse with like 300 acres, I am going to have so many huge dogs. Oh, yeah. 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 But there is, there is, I mean, people like dogs and, you know, miniaturization. I, I feel like the desire for miniaturization is not relegated to just dogs. Oh, no. Like, in theory, you would love to have miniature all kinds of pets. Like a tiny bear. Oh, a tiny you know, bear would be great. Like a tiny koala. Koalas are already or, pretty tiny. We, like tinier, though. Like, oh, my God. You know, then, like you, a, then you could get, like, a bunch of them and have them all hanging on, like, a little bonsai tree. Oh! Right, right. That would be super cool. And, like, people love... People of teacup pigs. Yeah. Okay. Tiny little smart animals that you can keep in your house. I would love a little pig. Teacup pigs are super cute. Sugar gliders are big right now. Yeah. People I, love the sugar gliders. Yeah. These tiny little, like, primate things yeah. that, you know, will just cling on your shoulder. I had some pet rats and they were adorable. They so were great. Tiny animals are great. Yeah. But a tiny dog has been selectively bred to the point where just being tiny is kind of weird. Yeah, no, a tiny dog has been probably inbred to hell and back by some unethical breeder somewhere along the line. That happens. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, its its bones are going to be disintegrating, and it's going to be, you know, going blind and bumping into stuff. And you know, like, pugs have all kinds of respiratory problems because yeah, their faces are small, yeah, all smushed up. that's what happens when you try to get a dog with a squish face. It's, its nose and its... Uh, Passages and stuff aren't going to work right. It's like there's no room for its sinuses. Yeah, it doesn't have the right snout. Yeah. It's weird. Pugs are cool, but they're all... (laughs) Yeah, most of the pugs I've met have been super friendly. Yeah, but but they're snuffly as all hell. Yeah, exactly. It gets up in your face, and you just, like... You just close all your face holes so that you don't get any spray in them, you know? Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) You just squint your eyes and hold your mouth shut really tight... And you sort of mumble to someone, help, get the dog off me. <laughs> yeah, and it's, uh, I don't know, some people like pugs more than me. So Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, but pugs are kind of a trendy dog right now, where they were a few years ago, so. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, and again, the pug isn't small enough to stick in your purse. I mean, <laughs> No, no, it's not. No. I mean, not all selectively bred dogs are, you know, bred that way just for their aesthetics. No. Even the tiny ones. Yeah. I, I knew this lady uh, who had a... Uh, breed a dog called a Cavalier King Charles. They're kind of dumb, but they're they're super friendly and like pretty and fluffy and whatnot. Uh-huh. Those were originally selectively bred for nobles, okay, in like the Middle Ages. Okay. Um, and they're called King Charles after literally King Charles. Oh. And they're so they they were bred to be friendly and comfy and adorable and snuggly so that they would get into bed with you. And attract all the fleas out of your bed so the nobles would not get flea bites at night. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's like, you know, people who are all like, hey, in the future, maybe we'll build, like, you know, starships made of meat or whatever. Uh We've been working on that for a long time. (laughs) That is like, that is biotech right there. That's awesome. Well, yeah. it is. <laughs> Next step, Farscape, right there. Yeah, yeah. boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, flea attracting dogs, magic whale ships. Yeah, it's totally. Just a to B. You know? Yeah, that's the that's the logical progression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see it just fine. You know? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, we were practicing genetic manipulation before we knew that genes existed. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah, we're awesome. Yeah. 
but yeah, your your tiny dog. I think the issue that a lot of people have with the tiny dogs in the purse, right, isn't the tininess or even the yippiness of the dogs themselves, right? Because I mean, you put someone in a room with a terrier. How can you hate a terrier? Yeah, I mean, dogs in general are blameless in and of themselves. I don't just mean, like, you know, the dog is innocent. I mean, like, you know, some dogs, innocent or not, are obnoxious as shit. Right. But I mean, like, you know, a terrier, I don't care how yippy it is. Have you seen a terrier? They're adorable. They're pretty cute. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's dog owners that can be a pain in the ass. That's exactly what the people who we're thinking about here are the dog owners. And the people who have tiny dogs in purses are the sort of people who think, I'm going to take this living, breathing, shitting animal and use it as a fashion accessory. Generally deplorable people. Yeah. You know, I feel like Paris Hilton is is kind of an easy target. But she is sort of the ur-example of this trend. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's weird, though. I feel like you see slightly fewer tiny dogs in purses since, like, the, uh, all the, like, people adopting babies from other countries thing got super big when a bunch of celebrities did it. Well, that's got some unfortunate implications. It does. It does. But uh, the the tiny dog people are still definitely out there. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't see them as much simply because of the, the backlash against Paris Hilton when we as a society got completely sick of her and she disappeared. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I assume she's still alive and doing whatever it is she does, but... Whoever's talking about her is not saying it to me anymore. Yeah, I don't think she has a TV show anymore. I, I, not as far as I know. And everyone who wants to has already seen her naked, so... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what else is there to do? I Be mean, rich and self-centered, I guess. Exactly. I, I mean, like, if it had turned out she was a great actress or something... Right. We, we would have heard about that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you mean if she had, like, hidden talents? Yeah, like, if, if she had some, like... If she had, like, a bunch of paintings that she'd been doing secretly that were, like, the best thing ever. I feel like that would have come up. Yeah. No, yeah. Uh, exactly. I I mean, she was allowed to do a couple of movies, and uh, she was not great in them, so... No, no, no. But anyway, yeah, people with tiny dogs can definitely be assholes. Animal lovers are generally cool people. Yeah. But I, I think you made a good point with the whole fashion accessory thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not buying this because you love animals. You're buying this because you want to look good or follow a trend, and an animal is just an unfortunate necessity for that. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit, I don't like dogs, but I need one for this thing, you know? Right. No, you don't. You're not blind. You don't need a dog. (laughs) Well, you had a a weird run-in with a a tiny dog person uh, last New Year's Eve when we were out at a pub, didn't you? We, I did, I did, I... I, we were at a bar in Williamsburg. This is like one or two in the morning, something like yeah, that. Yeah, this was very late at night. Yeah, we were at a bar in Williamsburg, so you know, laugh at us. And uh, <laughs> well, anyway, uh, there was an older gentleman there with a pair of dachshunds on his knee. Wait, I'll make it worse. They have some lovely microbrews. They really do, actually. I got this one that was like tasting like mangoes. Oh yeah, I had this one beer that tasted like fucking Christmas in your mouth. It well, was crazy. Anyway, dogs. Anyway, gentlemen. so this guy got to bring his dogs into a bar for some reason. Yeah, because because he was a classily dressed older gentleman uh-huh. with a pair of dachshunds. Okay, well you the know? dachshunds are cute. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, and you could sort of tell what his mo was, which was I would like. A bunch of gorgeous young hipster girls together around me and tell me how cute my dogs are and pet my dogs. He probably wasn't going to take any of them home. He probably wasn't trying to fuck these girls. He just 
liked that he could have pretty girls paying attention to him because he had cute dogs, and that's that's fine, whatever, you know. In a way, it's his own fashion accessory. He's trying to get attention from from women. Yeah, you know, he's like the guy at the bar with the parrot on his shoulder. You don't love that parrot enough to actually carry it around with you. You're doing that so people will come up to you and be like, Hey, what's up with the parrot? I'll bet you'd like to do some karaoke to a Jimmy Buffett song with me. You know? Yeah, and, uh, yeah. And the parrot guy has a whole other set of issues because he's got shit stains all down his shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, these dogs were phenomenally well behaved. They weren't peeing or anything. Yeah. yeah, they were being, especially considering there were like a hundred people in that bar. Yeah, like a hundred yeah. strangers gathered around just, oh my god, doggies. You know? Yeah. And, but that guy, because he was getting attention from Williamsburg girls, yeah. probably wasn't, even to begin with, super receptive to weird, bearded, drunken man. Coming yeah. up and talking to him. Well, the point is, dogs. Of course I'm going to go say hi to them. They yeah. were super cute. Sure. And so, you know, he let me kind of hang out with the dogs and pet them and, you know, put up with me even though I'm not a pretty lady. Right. But then, curiosity gets the best of me. Uh-huh. And I say to him, you know, hey, you, you seem to be a dachshund enthusiast. Uh-huh. Uh, do you consider it offensive when people call them wiener dogs? Uh huh. And he just completely shuts down <laughs> and glares at me, and I just feel this wall of ice rising between him and me. And he just sort of like very curtly whispers, "Yeah," <laughs> and then he just completely stops acknowledging me. Wow. <laughs> it was it was as if you went up to someone of of mixed race parentage and asked them. Whether or not it was okay to call them mulatto. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, so, what happens what? You know? Yeah. Just just the very idea of acknowledging that that exists, it sounds like he was super offended. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know that this was like a major issue in the racial politics of dogs. It's like a racial slur against dogs to call them fucking wiener dogs? Apparently, to this guy it is. I mean, is Gary Larson getting like death threats or anything? I Possibly. <laughs> wow. I don't know. I I assume he must have gotten some angry letters when he when he talked about wiener dogs, which he did occasionally. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried about Gary Larson's books now. Are they hate hate crimes? I yeah, don't know. Because like, I've got this, some hate crimes on my shelf. Yeah, this guy was just like <laughs> n- not even like it wasn't even like he was mad. It was just like you know he was. Disappointed that like the world still had people like me, <laughs> that we we like that the struggle continued. Wow, I, I had no idea it was that big a deal. <laughs> well, neither did I. That's why I thought it was safe to ask. I said it as a joke. I thought he'd be like, nah, it's fine, you know, like right. I just thought like I didn't actually think anyone. I didn't think anyone really believe that was offensive. I was saying... You were being funny. You were like, this was hyperbolic. Oh, is it it, it offensive to call them wiener dogs? Ha ha. Exactly. I I was pointing out how absurd that would be if such a thing were true, which clearly it wouldn't ever be. Right. (laughs) Apparently... It is. (laughs) Yeah. To at least this one guy. Yeah. So I felt like shit for the rest of the night. (laughs) And then we got cornered by this really hammered Greek guy. Oh, yeah. He kept talking about his uncircumcised penis. Yeah, that was fun for us. Yeah. Uh, He didn't show it to us, thank God. No, but But, he talked about it for like an hour. Oh, yeah. No, I could picture it very vividly. Yeah. Um, It was... 
I don't know why he was telling us that, because then he was telling us all these stories about all these girls he'd picked up. Yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, and I started talking to him because he was talking about, you know, the the history of, of the Eastern Roman Empire and Constantinople and stuff. Well, that's cool. That's and a cool thing to talk about at 3 a.m. I wanted to rebut that Constantinople pretty much spent its entire history in a steady decline, mm-hmm. and how its quote-unquote empire was pretty much just that one city that only never got conquered because smarter people built good walls for it. But the, he probably wouldn't have been receptive to that. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's not really about dogs, though. <laughs> it's not. It's not. Although... Uh, that was fun for us, kind you, of. Yeah, if you want to be extra offensive to, uh, to dachshund owners... I'm, you know, you could probably make some... Like, I assume sometimes they go to groomers, like people with fancy dogs sometimes will go and have them, like, shaved or something. You could probably make jokes about, like... I don't think they go to have them shaved. (laughs) Make jokes about, like, uncircumcised wiener dogs. (laughs) And, like, that would probably just drive that guy nuts. Oh, God. It's like, oh, you know, the most natural way is to keep your wiener dog uncircumcised. It just feels better, I'm telling you. Yeah, I like, would have been strangled with a fucking leash if I was like that, okay? <laughs> and the thing is, that's a shame, because I have seen... Uh, now, I don't know. I've seen these a few times, and I don't know if these are actual miniature dogs or if uh-huh. these were just puppies. That's fair. But I've seen really tiny wiener dogs. Like, their body, not including the head and legs, right. is like only a little bit bigger than an actual hot dog bun. It is know? confusing because sometimes, you know, miniature dogs do bear a striking resemblance to puppies. Yes. You know, because puppies baby dogs. <laughs> yeah. Duh. I mean, like, usually the puppy has, like, the oversized, you know, head and paws. Right. But, like, this guy didn't, you know? I feel like that must be part of the appeal of the breeders, though. Yeah. It's like, everyone loves puppies. Let's make a puppy that never grows up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is creepy. Like, it'd be weird if people did that with babies. Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, eventually it learns to talk and stop shitting itself, but it's still a baby. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, uh... Have fun on the island that you guys all move to after we don't give you rights. That would be really <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then they declare war on us and we're fighting these, like, crazed baby monsters. And, oh, God, oh, I don't want to see that movie. That's, oh, no, that's no. That's too the, scary for words. The, the adult baby monster? Yeah, no. Huh. Well, that's a, I mean, that's a fetish in England, apparently, but that's a different thing. No, we got it here, too. <laughs> okay, that's fair, yeah. But it's not about people wearing diapers or whatever. No, or, that's a different thing. Yeah. That's not, when I say adult baby, that's not what we mean. No, no. Yeah. But it's not about that. It's about puppies and miniature wiener dogs. And the thing is, the miniature wiener dog is so great, because its little tiny legs have to go so fast. It's like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually, it's like, it's almost like, it's like bad video game rendering, okay? Like, 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 in fucking, uh, uh, World of Warcraft, you have these companion animals, right, that are just little computer things that are just, you know, a, a funny gimmick, you can have it follow your character around. Yeah, it doesn't do anything, it doesn't add anything. It's just a little you, animated cartoon animal. Yeah, you can just have a little kitty following you around. Right, but what they do is, you know, when they program games like this, they give you ways to speed up your character so you can move around faster. They don't render the pet thing any different because it's not worth it. They just make the animation move faster. Yeah. So if you have, you know, your little digital, like, 
baby turtle following you around. Turtle is a good example. Suddenly, this thing's like computer legs are you know moving around in a blur, like in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, yeah. And that is how little miniature wiener dogs' legs look all the time. And I mean, maybe they get tired. Maybe they actually have super strong legs. I don't know. But uh, that's like get get a lot of exercise if you're constantly running. Yeah, you know. But, oh my god, they're just so darn cute. But if I had one, I'd have to call it a wiener dog, you know? And I feel like that's not that might not be cool. Like, maybe the dog itself would be offended by that. Or, like, maybe the other dachshund owners would, you know, not let me into their book club or whatever because I keep saying wiener dog. I feel like you'd be more likely to be snubbed by other dog owners than the dog itself. Frankly, I feel like it would be weird to waste the opportunity of saying wiener dog all the time if you had one. Yeah. Like, that would be funny. Yeah, but, like, you know, if, if docs and owners consider that offensive, I'd feel like, oh, yeah, when I'm at home and nobody's watching, I call you the W word. You know, that's not cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, what if you didn't do that and you just, you had a dachshund, you didn't call it a wiener dog, but you named it Oscar? Ooh. <laughs> or, or even Oscar Meyer. That is tricky. Yeah. You see, right? and I'd be tempted to because <laughs> I am on record on this program uh-huh. as being exceptionally fond of the Wienermobile. Uh-huh. I don't like hot dogs. I don't even eat hot dogs. But my God, I love the Wienermobile. Right. And if you love the Wienermobile, then it makes sense that you would love Wiener dogs. Yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah I just like things like, well, I, no, I know. No. <laughs> I want to stop myself before I finish that sentence and say, I just Johnny, like things that look like hot dogs. Johnny <laughs> loves Wieners is the point. God They're like his it. favorite fucking thing. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's even mildly related to Wiener, Johnny's interested. Hey, do we want to run that commercial again? <laughs> Actually, well, I, I do have another interesting small dog story. Good. Okay. Good. Yes, please take us away from this subject. Because there are other cool reasons to have a small dog. Okay. okay. There's there's this uh, there's this great story. A lot of people don't know this. Ernest Hemingway had a little brother named Lester. Yes, he did. And before he killed himself. He wrote these really long uh, diaries about his adventures with his older brother, Ernest Hemingway. They were originally they were eventually published posthumously by his daughter. Uh, but he tells this one story: uh, Lester and Ernest Hemingway were down in India or somewhere. Okay, and they run into the seedy part of a village, and there's this like bear baiting kind of thing going on. Except, except it's not a bear; it's a terrier. In a pit with a hundred rats. Oh, and see, chihuahuas, the shoe's on the other foot now. And there's, yeah, so there's a bunch of people over this pit, like, making wagers and stuff, right? <laughs> Ernest Hemingway is enthralled, and he watches as this terrier systematically kills all hundred rats and emerges triumphant. Immediately, Ernest Hemingway says, I'm buying that dog, and takes it home to... Cuba or wherever the fuck he was living by that point. Yeah, because yeah. that dog is the Ernest Hemingway of terriers. Exactly. He's like, that terrier is badass. That's my terrier now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think Ernest Hemingway trusted that terrier to kill an elephant, you know? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. just you take that on your adventures. Yeah. Like, that's almost like, uh, you know, some kind of, like, fantasy movie where, like, the hero is going through the village and there's, like one person who is more interesting or formidable than everyone else and they become the sidekick. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you know, like a Xena and Gabrielle thing. 
you know. Okay, that's where we're going with this. All right. <laughs> but, you know, it's Xena references. Hey. Yeah, okay, let's keep it current. Good, yeah. good, good. <laughs> you kids still are into that, right? Yeah. No, but Gabrielle was the smartest and most adventurous person in her village, and she tags along with Xena until she becomes her official sidekick. Yeah. See? Okay. You know, it's like that, but with a vicious terrier and Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> <laughs> well... Okay, the comparison does hold up. Thank you. But... That's all I need. Vicious Terrier and Ernest Hemingway, I definitely, is my preferred pairing in this, uh, for this, uh, uh, scenario. I mean, Ernest Hemingway's dog doesn't get enough play in pop culture. No, so. everyone talks about the cats. Yeah, I mean, his five-toed cats are cool. Yeah. You know, I don't have a problem with that. You yeah. Know, mutants are fun. Yeah, so everyone just remember, Ernest Hemingway, the guy who liked to, you know, hunt elephants and climb mountains and shit... Animal lover. Yeah, not just animal lover, but a tiny, cute animal lover. He loved kitties and terriers. I wonder what Ernest Hemingway would do with, like, a tiny pet elephant, like a little teacup elephant. I know what I'd do with one. I would keep ten of them in my home Yeah. at all times. I would have a little little miniature herd of teacup elephants. Oh, yeah. Trumpeting down the hallway. I'd have, like, a little tiny circus. Yeah. You know, where, like, they... <laughs> Where, like, they climb on stuff? Yeah. Like Dixie Cups? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Or, like, I'd give him a little cup of water, and then I'd carry him around and use him as a squirt gun? Oh, Yeah, see? Yeah. Tiny <laughs> Elephant would be a great pet. Yeah. 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 So, uh, get on it, science. Yeah, hey, yeah. selective breeding, um... You know, we already have tiny dogs. Yeah. Let's, let's see what else we can make small. Yeah. Let's make some stuff tiny, okay? You've made the phones as little as you can get them, because if you make the screen smaller, it's going to be hard to, to play Tetris. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, the phones are probably as small as they're getting, so uh, let's work on some tiny animals. Yeah. Yeah. Why the fuck not? I don't know why the fuck not. All right. Eth- ethics, I guess, if you're a wuss. I don't know. Well, the... Yeah, I mean, there really aren't enough elephants in general. So, like, yeah. we need to breed more regular elephants to stabilize the elephant population. Yeah, and then, you know, while we're here... Yeah, when we've got elephants to spare and we have a lot of experience breeding elephants, yeah. maybe we make them little. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like, you're in the lab one day, you're like, you know what, guys? We're already breeding elephants, so we could probably just tack this on for not much extra money. So, yeah. Or maybe you have, like, you know... While you're breeding the regular elephant packs, you're like, well, this elephant's too small. That gives me an idea. I don't know what voice that was. Yeah, I apparently. Mean, why, why Why is Don Knotts breeding elephants? It's, I don't know, but I wish you'd pitch that movie before he died, because yeah. that would have been cool. Well, too late. So. Yeah, well. Well, until next week. Make it smaller. Yeah, get a tiny elephant. Yeah. This has been a production of the Beat Podcasting Network. Visit thebeat.org to learn more about this and other quality podcasts. Seriously, guys, so awesome.